Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. Thank you for being here today. This is episode number 44. If you want to hear more of me, I have actually been going on other people's podcasts, which is honestly so much fun. I was recently on Hot Girls Theory. Definitely look up that one. That was a really fun one with some untold stories that I've never shared before. And then I've I was also on the Sexy Saturday podcast with Nicole, so definitely check out that podcast as well. I have had such, like, just so much fun podcasting lately. I feel like it's just, it's really truly becoming, like, such a big part of my life, and I love talking and connecting with you guys and sharing with new people what I do, and it really is just something that I've become so passionate about. So I truly do appreciate you listening to the podcast and supporting me. I would love it if you could follow me on my social media, on TikTok, on Instagram, My Naked Mindset, but also if you go on Spotify, if you listen on Spotify, or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, if you hit that five-star review and leave a note, I would appreciate that so much. That really helps me be able to keep doing what I'm doing and support me and get the word out about my podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And if you do write a review, I will start shouting you out on the podcast. So be ready for that. So I have a really, I feel like I haven't been doing very many intros because I've just been kind of focusing on the guests lately, but I do have one recommendation And I only am saying it because I just ate pizza. And if you know me very well, you know that I love pizza. And that is, so a lot of people prefer, you know, ranch with their pizza. They dunk it in. It's so good, especially on the crust. Like it just, for whatever reason, the tomato sauce with the ranch is just bomb or the toppings. But I want to expand your horizons a little bit and certain pizzas I, I mean, I personally would say my favorites would be like plain pizza, pepperoni, hamburg pizza, chicken, really kind of the meat ones, I guess you could say, or veggie. I'm not really a big veggie pizza person, but anyways, instead of using ranch, hear me out, Italian dressing. I don't know what it is, if it's like the acidic part of it mix with the crust and the the tomato sauce is so fucking good and my ex-boyfriend from high school introduced me to that and I every once in a while will do it and I just had pizza and I dipped it in Italian dressing and it's just so good it's I feel like it's so underrated and I also have a show recommendation and that is Love is Blind it's back out I mean I think it's such an interesting concept Nick and Vanessa Lachey created the show. And of course, I love any dating app or dating apps, dating shows. And so it is such a good show. I highly recommend it. And of course, Too Hot to Handle is also a really good one. So those are my recommendations. Just a few things. Also, I apologize if you can hear my dog in the background of this episode because she was going a little nuts and my boyfriend was at work during this recording. So it's the first time I think she's been 
in the wild running around while I'm podcasting. So just a little tip. You might hear a little bit of Roxy, Foxy up in here. But anyways, let's get to this exciting episode. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I have a very special guest. She is the CEO and founder of the app Entwine. Everyone, please welcome to the show, Anna. Hello. I'm Thank so, you for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm so excited to chat with you today all about your app. This is a dating app. And, and so I, I mean, I have so much experience with dating apps, but yours is so, so interesting and cool. And I love how um, you know, just the diversity of people in dating apps, right? It's just, you know, you have people from all walks of life that have been through so many different things that have, you know, experience in so many different aspects. Um, and so I am so curious, like how you got to where you are today, how you, you know, figured out you wanted to develop an app. I'm so curious. Sure. Okay. So when I, um, through my adult life, I had endometriosis and I always had pain with painful periods or regular periods. It was even hurt to insert tampons and, and, uh, and, and then in, I eventually found out that intercourse was very painful. So I just thought, well, you know, I'll just tough through it. It's fine. You know, I'll, I'll deal with it. And, uh, I, over time, probably like, I would say about 15 years into my marriage, it felt like my vagina broke. Like I couldn't have sex at all. And I thought it was like, he was hitting a wall. I'm like, what is going on? And I didn't, you know, it was just like impossible to have intercourse. So I went to the gynecologist and she said, you have something called vaginismus. And I thought, well, what in the hell is that? Cause I've been coming to the, all these different doctors, all these different gynecologists. And I used to say like, it hurts to have sex. My libido is horrible. I had all, you know, of course, if it hurts all the time, of course, I'm not going to have libido anymore. And they would just say, well, just have a glass of wine and relax. You're, you'll be okay. You know, and I was like, that's not really an answer, you know, and no. I found that it was a very common response for, for women that, that did complain about the, the painful intercourse. So, so I found out I had the vaginismus and I had to go to physical therapy and there's like a process where you have to use dilators and mm -hmm. stretch the opening of the vagina out. And, and I asked the therapist, I said, how does this happen? Why do I have this? And she said that it's your body's natural re response or uh, reaction to the, the, the anticipation of pain that I was experiencing, my body was just uh, spasming. The muscles in the opening of my vagina were spasming gotcha. involuntarily. So she said that what happens is, for example, if somebody kept going up to you and, and punching you in the stomach, and over time, if that person approached you, you would start flinching and just kind of right. like backing up and just like tensing your muscles because that, and that's what my, my vagina was doing. So it's like, tell everybody my vagina broke because it, it was, uh, just, was just weird how all of a sudden I couldn't have intercourse anymore. So I was doing the treatment and so it's a very slow process. You're supposed to dilate for like seven days a week and 10 minutes a day. And you're supposed to leave the, the, the dilator inside of you for 10 minutes a day until you're able to graduate to the next size. And then you just keep going up until you go to size like Godzilla, which I call it. It's like size five. And it's like just a norm as like a big old eggplant or something. I was like, what is that? Don't put that in my face. Wow. So, I mean, I probably over-exaggerate a little bit, but uh, so, uh, so I was doing my treatment and then uh, one day I was in the shower and, and I found a breast lump on my left breast. So I thought, well, that's weird. What the heck is this? You know, it could be probably nothing because I'm only 36. There's no family history. 
So I went to the same gynecologist actually. And she was like, yeah, you know, it's probably nothing, but let's go get it checked out. And so I ended up having the biopsy and finding out that I had breast cancer at 36 years old. So I had a double mastectomy, chemotherapy, lost all my hair, and it was also estrogen fed the breast cancer. So the goal was to get rid of all the estrogen in my body. And of course, with that can, you know, forcing me into menopause and plus I had a hysterectomy because of the medicine I was on, I tried to prevent any kind of cancer. Um, right. So I wanted to get rid of or the chance of getting uterine cancer as well. So I just like, just, you know, take it all out. What, what do I need it for anyway? My vagina is broken anyway. So, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've been through some stuff, I guess. So, and I remember going to the, the oncologist and, and he was telling me this is estrogen fed. We need to get rid of all the estrogen in your body. And it's going to be a little rough because you're going to have vaginal dryness and you're going to have lack of libido. And I was like, wait a second, I already have all that. How can it get any worse? And, and it did because the vaginal dryness was a lot worse, which also prevented me to be able to use my dilators anymore. Cause I was like back to stage, you know, step one. And mm-hmm. I was like, this size is the size of a pinky and it hurts. I couldn't even insert that, you know? So, so I was just really frustrated with it. And, and of course I wanted to beat cancer. I'm like, let's beat cancer. Forget about the broken yes. vagina. That was the last thing on my mind. So, so I, you know, I got frustrated with it. I was very impatient as well. Cause I was, you know, I was married, I was married for 20 years. I met my ex-husband when I was uh, in eighth grade. So he was my one and only. And right. So so about a few years ago, I went through a divorce. So I thought, well, how am I going to date somebody? Because I can't have intercourse. I can't have sex. I, I liked other forms of intimacy. I mm-hmm. just can't have anything internally. So right. I thought, how am I going to go on like a traditional dating app? And these guys are going to be like, you know, what the hell, you know, I need sex or whatever they're going to say to me. So I'm like, I can't, you know what? I'm just going to stay single. It's just, it's just easier you know, I don't want to, I, which I had anxiety even thinking about using traditional dating apps or meeting anybody to uh, consider dating them because I was like, they're not going to understand my, my issue. And then I started thinking, you know, I, there's, there's gotta be guys out there that have erectile dysfunction ED. So I thought, yeah. how do they date if they're single? And then I, I learned from my friends, I'm like, you know, when you go on dates with these guys, do you meet anybody that has ED? And and it was very surprising. They said there's a lot of young guys in their thirties that had ED right. and they, and I said, well, how do they tell you that? How do, when, when did they tell you? Like, well, one guy said it's the first date and he's like, just so you know, right away, I have, I have prostate cancer or I'm on medication that causes me to have ED or I'm on antidepressants or whatever it is. And then some of them waited to the second date or the third date. And it seems right. like the longer they wait, the more upsetting it is to the person that they're dating because they're like, why didn't you tell me this before? You know, yeah. now we have this emotional connection. So, so I thought, well, how do I meet? So at first I asked him, I go, did you save the guy's number? Cause I'll call him, you know, if he, he has ED, that's my dream guy. Cause <laughs> I, I could, you know, I never literally never liked or enjoyed intercourse cause it was painful all my life. Painful, and right. I just, so I was like, I didn't miss it, you know? And so I was like, if I could find a guy that understands that. So I'm like, well, how do I do that? So I'm like, well, what if I create a dating app? So I'm like, well, let's okay. so dating. I've just, you know, cards are on a table right away. You know, intercourse may not be a possibility. And so that's what I did. I created a dating app. I was a stay-at-home mom at the time for my divorce. And I worked part-time as a, a medical transcriptionist at a doctor's office. So I had no business background. And then here I am thinking 
I'm going to create a dating app. I'm going to find someone to do it for me. And I was like, what the hell am I thinking? And, uh, <laughs> but I thought, you know, when I get, when I got diagnosed with breast cancer, I thought, you know, it wasn't like, why me? Oh my gosh, you know, this is horrible. You know, it was sucked, of course, but I was kind of glad. I'm like, I'm young, so I can beat this. And Definitely. I had two kids and, and I'm like, I need to, to beat this. And so I thought, okay, maybe my purpose of this is so that I can talk to people and, and kind of do, you know, cancer prevention, or whatever, just like saying like, you know, get your mammograms and, right. um, or even saying like, if you know someone that is going through a breast cancer scare, have them call me, I, I can talk to them. And so it was out of my comfort zone. Cause I don't, I'm a very shy person for the most part. No, I don't. I'm, I'm not that shy. Cause I talk about my vagina on the internet, but <laughs> <laughs> my old school Italian parents are like, I can't believe you talk about your vagina on the, on the internet. I'm like, well, it's, it's but it's such an open forum. Like I'm sure there's yeah. some people that can relate to you and, and, you know, kind of feel what you, you know, to a certain extent of what you have been feeling and, and going through. And yeah. I feel like it is such a quote unquote taboo topic, but in reality, you know, everyone's got their own thing or, you know, I mean, a lot of people have, you know, been through cancer, their family, they know someone, right. I would say everyone in this world has at least known someone that has has a cancer. And I know a lot of women that have gone through the endometriosis. And it's like, it should be talked about because then people can can know, you know, you're not alone. You know, there's other people that have been through this and that can talk to you and and share experiences and, and kind of have a support system. Because I think that that is such a, it's such a, I don't even know how to word it correctly, but it's just it needs to be talked about because it is a, a, a form of, you know, I'm sure it's a little traumatic at points. And, and I think other people, when they can relate to you, it's like, okay, like it kind of is probably like an e an ease, like a sigh of relief, like, okay, you know what, I can talk to this person and I can, I can share, you know, what I've been going through and maybe they can, you know, help me out or, oh, you know, I did this and, and maybe you can try this to make yourself, you know, feel better or, you know, whatever the case may be. And I think it's, it's so important. So I think, I mean, your story is, I'm already blown away by your story. It's so powerful. It's, it's amazing that you kind of took, you know, your life experience and, and some hard, hard things that you've been through and you're kind of, turning it into something that you can like spread awareness and now help other people meet people right so the app I first of all this idea is amazing and I know that there's you know you've heard of like obviously tinder and bumble and hinge and coffee meets bagel I feel like there's definitely a lot of dating apps but I personally like when there's certain dating apps that are specifically for you know something right Mm -hmm. I think that's you know I want to get into what yours is about and and kind of how how people can like go on your app or I not maybe not how but you know what what can I be looking out for on your app and like and and kind of explain um you know the filters and and get into all of that because I'm super curious like how you know, your thoughts were to design the app? Sure. So as far as like, so my, my app is pretty basic. So I funded this on my own. So I had to be like as basic as possible. So I couldn't be like a, like a you know, traditional dating app because I would have, to, it would be like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I saw I had to do as basic as I could make sure it's right. successful. And then hopefully down the road, I'll be able to expand on it. But um, 
so a lot of people do ask like how do you what do you have to disclose when you're doing the when you're filling out your profile do you have to say what, what your sexual limitation is and I was like no you don't have to do any of that because another reason I said that that I mean, some people may have gone through sexual trauma or maybe they don't, they're embarrassed. They don't want to talk about it yet until they're ready. If they like the person, then they can talk about it. But then I also found that there were several on there that happened to be my friends. And I was like, you're using my app. Do you have sexual dysfunction? And, she, and they're like, no, I don't want to go to those regular dating apps anymore because it's all the guys want is sex. And I'd rather have that emotional connection. I don't need sex. Right. And if the guy can't have sex, then, you know, that's fine with me. And then I met, I talked to one of my guy friends and, and he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm same thing with the girls just you know that's all they want. And, and I want that emotional con connection. I don't have that. I haven't met anybody on the regular dating apps. I'm like, that's great. I mean, I thought I didn't think about regular individuals that don't have sexual dysfunction to use it. And I, and I also knew like, even though I had, I had sexual dysfunction before my cancer. So it's not just for cancer, cancer patients. And it's, it's, uh, I, I didn't realize how many sexual dysfunction conditions are out there, I guess. Like I didn't know there's something called Peyronie's disease and it's in men that have uh, abnormal curvature of the penis and they're mm -hmm. not able to like the erections hurt. And I guess they can't, uh, it, it also hurts to have intercourse. I mean, it makes it impossible, I guess, from what I understand. And I'm not a medical professional. This is what I'm just learning on my own, you know, but, no, totally. um, so, um, so, so the filters, as far as on the app, it, it's very basic, meaning like, okay, put, what, what is your age? What gender are you? Are you looking for a male, female, both or whatever? And, uh, and then they could put a short bio if they want about anything. Like I like what, what your hobbies are or whatever they'd like to put in the, in the bio and then add some pictures. And, and then, so the app is completely free. There'll be, there's premium features that allow you to find out like who liked me today, you know? And mm -hmm. for now that's, that's free because I don't have too many users on it right now, but as it grows, then I'll be able to uh, have, you know, the premium features will, will work a lot better. And the more people that sign up, the, the better, more successful the app will be. But so, and then you could say like where, what city and state you live in and, and uh, so, and then you could kind of determine if you want to talk to somebody that's in Florida, if you're in Illinois or whatever, because right now, if I put the filter with miles, you know, within 20 miles, you may not find anybody. So I don't want anybody right. to give up either. So even just to have somebody to talk to that's going through the same type yeah. of struggles, I think that that would make a, a big difference. It'd be nice to talk to somebody that. Right. That understands. That kind of understand. And, and, and um, so do, is it like a, just like if I were to make a profile, I make my bio, I put my pictures in, does it have like, like a list of all the people with their photos or is it kind of like a swipe feature? Like what is it kind of displayed like? It looks, it'll have a picture in the middle or top middle of the screen. And then it'll have their information underneath it. And it'll have a right on the lower right-hand corner will be the, the entwined logo heart. If you like the person, and if you don't, then there's an X in the lower left-hand corner. So you just kind of just hit cool. heart X and then it just goes to the next person. And, and then if there's a match, then you can, you're allowed to, uh, to message them within the, the app. That's super cool. I, I love this idea. It's just, I feel like Thank dating you. apps are just like, I always say like meeting in the wild, quote unquote, like meeting out in public and stuff. It's, it can be so hard. I don't know from your dating experience, but 
it can be so hard to like, okay, you're making eye contact with the person, but then it's like, what if they're in a relationship or what if, you know, what if they're there with their significant other? And then it's like, oh, is this person just staring at me? Like, should I go up to them? And then like, you're, you know, there's just so many obstacles when you're meeting out in, in public. And then some people don't feel comfortable, you know, going up to someone and just being like, Hey, like you're cute. Like it it is kind of intimidating. It is. So I think just dating apps in general, I feel like have gotten so much more socially acceptable. I mean, I feel like they've been socially acceptable for a very long time, but I think my first recollection of like dating apps was, I think I want to say it was like match.com and eHarmony. And that was like my first, um, like my mom went on there like years ago after my mom and dad got divorced. Um, and like, it, it is such a, it's so socially acceptable. Like, I feel like so many of my friends met on dating apps. I met my boyfriend on a dating app. It's just, it's such a great way because like, think about it. We're on our phones all the time. You do everything on your phone. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why not use that technology to meet you know, your future partner. And I just think connecting and just being able to, you know, connect on hobbies and stuff like that. Like, I think writing a good bio is also super, super important. And just making sure like you really are representing who, you know, what you enjoy, what you want, what you desire. Um, And I think just curating your bio and like your photos, like I always think to myself when I was on dating apps, like do, do, a do your, um, you know, a, a, fo- a face photo, right. And then like a body photo and do maybe one that like, you're doing a hobby that you enjoy, or, you know, maybe you like, I don't know, stand up comedy. So maybe you have a photo of you with the microphone, um, and, and maybe a group photo. I don't necessarily think group photos are like always the best because it's like, which person are you? If you have, yeah. which photos? one is it? Is that your daughter or is that your girlfriend? What is that? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> And I think, um, and just speaking on dating apps, I think just like really having your dating profile, like even show it to some of your friends. I think that's also a good way to, to kind of see, okay, like, is this a good representation of who I am, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and just really kind of have fun with it. Like I always had fun, like writing my bio. I don't know about you, but I think just like writing what you want, writing, you know, what you're looking for. Um, so what do you, what do you recommend people? Like if they make a, one of your, um, a, a profile on your dating app, what do you recommend? Like, what are your recommendations for like the bio or the pictures or any of that stuff? I, like, like you said, I think that, you know, at least put a, a picture of your face and then your full body and, um, just a couple of pictures. Cause sometimes like someone does, you're not required to put a picture. So mm-hmm. this is kind of like your one-time chance. Like if, if I sign up for the app, and I start swiping through or clicking through the pictures. And then there's this guy named John that has, you know, the shaded silhouette as a picture mm-hmm. and then no bio. I'm going to have to decide, should I hit yes or no for this guy? It's like, oh, so if I hit no, I mean, I'd never see the guy again by the time he does put pictures on there. So definitely put at least some kind of picture. And then if you could put a bio and just get a little, like, what do you like to do for fun? Or, and again, you don't have to tell what your sexual limitations are, but um, you could even say how tall you are, or if you, if you wanted to, or um, if, what kind of music you like like to listen to. Since the filters, like I said, they're very basic. You can kind of just put what you would like to that other person to know to to hopefully uh, have them click on you. Right, I love that. And when did you 
launch this app? It was end of August of 2021. So it was wow. recent. I thought, I thought of the idea in March of 2019 and it has been a long road with uh, the app developers was a, uh, was a horror story, but um, oh, so no. I almost gave up on the app, but I ended up saying, you know what, I'm not letting someone kill my dream. So I uh, oh. found another app, app guy to a uh, app company to, to complete it. So, so finally we were able to launch it in, in August, end of August. And how long was the process of like building the app? Like how long had you been working on it? Uh, so when we started it uh, March of, t- of 2019 with the first app people, they were done with it in uh, November. So mm-hmm. they said they were going to take like, you know, three months and it ended up being done in, in November, but it wasn't really done. So uh, so they, they helped with the layout and everything. I said, well, this is what I want it to look like. These are the colors that I would like to look to have and so then they kind of just drew it up and said how does this look I'm like, oh that looks great so so that took a little bit of time on mm-hmm. you know for them to do that but um but then once I had to kind of fire them and then I took the code and left thinking okay I'm done I'm not doing this anymore uh I went to a different app developer and then he was able to kind of copy the pictures that we already worked on creating so it it was a lot less time for him to to do the the coding and everything. He had to start coding from scratch as well because the code that I owned with the first app people, they uh, nobody recognized it. So I had to start from scratch completely. Except oh. so I'm like, well, at least save the pictures. You know, I, I paid for that, I guess. You know, so right. So uh, so that took like uh, probably about four months. Gotcha. Well, good for yeah. you for you know it, the first one didn't work out, but they always say you know nothing in life is easy you know. and, and nothing just is okay, this is what I want to do. And sometimes it, it takes you on a different path, but good for you for, you know, like, no, putting your foot down, like, no, I want to do this. And, and, you know, you've got the other, the, the other developers and, and you're like, no, like this is going to happen. And I, I think that's just, that's awesome that you just were like, no, like, let's go, I'm going to do this. And and now yeah, look it, the app is live. So it is. And it's like, it's amazing. I'm like, wow, I I'm a founder of an app. It's kind of crazy. I was, I was a stay-at-home mom. Now look at me. Awesome. <laughs> so, it's, I love that. so it's, it's been, it's fun. I'm meeting a lot of new people and, and uh, very helpful people, which I think is great. And sometimes, you know, I do get to a point where I'll, before the app went live, I'm like, uh-huh. I don't think I should do this. I don't think I should do this. This isn't good. This isn't a good idea. I don't know what I'm doing. And I would almost give up. And then I would tell somebody new, like, well, what do you do for a living? I'm like, well, I've created this app. And I'm just kind of talking about, it. they're like, oh my gosh, this is genius. I'm like, awesome you know what you're right it is that is <laughs> so, great and then yeah. I, I get like recharged you know I'm like okay you know what yes it is something that needs to be done and or when I get like a message from uh a, some a lady that signed up for my app she's like I, I found out about your app through one of one of my friends and I've been single for 15 years and I was so scared to date because I don't want to have sex anymore and I look, I love the, all the other intimacy. I just don't want to have intercourse. I'm just, you know, lack of libido. And, and, uh, and I found this app and I finally, I'm so excited. I'm going to find someone that, you know, can accept me just the way I am. I'm like, oh, like, I, that's, I just love hearing, hearing that. I can't wait to hear stories where people are like, I, we met on your app, you know, and yes. I'm, a guy even messaged me and said that he has that, that curvature of the penis thing, the, the Peroni's disease. And he said that he's tired of, he feels like he's a fraud to these women because he'll go, he'll Aww. meet these women. And then he won't tell them until like the third date in. And then they're like, oh, what, why don't you say something? 
So he's like, he, he just, now he knows he could just be himself and go on this app and not have to feel like he's going to be made fun of or, or rejected right. because, because of his limitations. That's amazing. And, and it, it is true. Like they should feel comfortable and, and, and I love that this is kind of like a safe space for these people. Just like, Hey, this is, this is my, my thing. And, and you're probably similar to me since you're on this app and, you know, let's chat about it. But also it's, it is like, I think that's a perfect way to describe it as like a safe space. Um, so can you just describe like some of the sexual limitations that you kind of serve on the app, just so people are, maybe if they have one of these, they can, you know, check out the app. So I have, so what I have was the vaginismus. Um, there's also something called vulvodynia. Uh, I believe it's like pain in the vulva area. Um, mm-hmm. Then there's uh, painful intercourse, which is just, dis- I'm going to probably kill the name of this word, dyspareunia, I think it's called. Um, so painful intercourse, that can be, you know, sexual dysfunction and, and uh, they can even, uh, for, for the guys, I mean, it could be ED from, from uh, hyper high blood pressure or maybe mm-hmm. uh, prostate cancer or, or uh, PTSD or antidepressants. So there's like all these different uh, uh, conditions and, and, tr- and me- yeah, medical conditions that can cause people to not want to have intercourse, even sexual trauma. And, right. I, and I thought about veterans as well, because I was on an erectile dysfunction group and a man uh, made a post and he said, I'm tired of, um, I don't know why I'm living anymore. No woman is going to want to be with me with when I have ED and, and I can't just jump on and just say, Hey, there's a dating app. Don't do that. You know, don't say that. Right. And, uh, you know, when he's like, I want, I don't want to live anymore. And I'm, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this, and I, I messaged the moderator. I'm like, can, can I just respond and say there's an app, you know? So, right. but they're so strict with it, but I'm like, it, it's, it's a free app, you know, it's like, it's not, yeah. but they, they just, a lot of people don't want to promote it for whatever reason, but um, and then, the, then they were started commenting. They said, you know, do you know how many veterans commit suicide because of sexual dysfunction? And I was right. like, holy cow, like how many? So I was trying to search it. And, and then he also was saying like, you know, there's a lot, there's, he didn't have exact numbers or anything, but he said that there's, it shows that there's a lot of veterans that have committed suicide. And then a month prior to that, they were at their therapist's office saying that they don't want to live anymore because they had sexual dysfunction and they, oh. they're lonely. And it's like, yeah. And I'm like, I want to save all these, these individuals, you know, and, yeah. and, and, um, and right now it's only available in the U S because I just want to make sure that it's successful and then it can branch off to other countries. And I didn't realize how quickly when I posted in the erectile dysfunction group, it's for worldwide. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I already had like, I had like four messages right away from guys, like one from India, one from, uh, Canada, UK, when is this app going to be available in our country? And, oh my gosh. And, yeah. And I was like, Oh, I'm like, it's, I'm sorry. It's not available. And then this other guy's from India. He's like, please, please, please. I'm only 24 and I have ED and I, I just want to meet somebody. Oh. And uh, so I'm like, oh, I want, I want it to be available everywhere. You know, right. So right. But that's I, encouraging. Cause you're like, wow, people want it like all over the world. Yes, like that's yes. very encouraging. Yeah. And, and I would read the research prior to deciding if I wanted to do the app or not. And it said, I said, like, how many men in the U.S. have ED? And it was like 32 million. Wow. Like, like, whoa. And then it said worldwide, it's expected in 2025, it's expected to be 320 million men worldwide. Wow. So I'm like, this is a huge problem. 
It's very common. Yeah. And it, it can happen for so many different reasons as well. Like I've heard of, you know, like when you're on a medication, I mean, that can, mm-hmm. medications can mess up libido, erectile oh, yeah. function. I mean, your moods, it, it can really like trigger and affect so many different parts of you. Um, so that's just, I love the fact that people in other countries are wanting to already, you know, I know get on the too. train and that's, that's just so exciting. I love I to just hear hate that. to say, no, sorry, not yet, oh. no, but yeah. That's yeah. crazy. So let me ask you this. Were you on dating apps and like, what were like other dating apps before you made yours? What was your experiences? Um, I know you briefly talked about like, um, like the libido thing and, and stuff like that, but what was your experiences on the other dating apps? So when I got divorced, I went right to creating my dating app because I was scared to use traditional dating apps. So oh, and I, okay. since I was with my ex-husband, since I was 13, did back in 1912, um, <laughs> it feels <like laughs> that long ago, um, there were, you know, they didn't have dating apps back then, but, um, so I never had the opportunity, but I did sign oh. up for like, I created a fake profile, which I know I shouldn't admit that, but I did. Cause I wanted to see like, what's the experience? Yeah. How does this work? Right. And I remember connecting with somebody. It's like, you have a match. I'm like, Oh my gosh, delete app, delete app. Cause I was like, all oh, right away. I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I can't tell them that I have this issue. So I deleted it. But then oh. I'm like, okay, so I'm not going on these dating apps, but I'm going to start to find out on my own, what is the response I'm going to receive if I had to go on a, on a date and said, hey, I have sexual dysfunction. So um, after I got divorced, you know, 20 years, that's a long time to be married. I got married like I was that's 22 cool. or something. Yeah. So I, my outlet is to do karaoke, to sing karaoke. And oh, it's big, big stress relief, relief, relief for me, not for everybody else, probably, but I don't really care. I just sing anyway. But <laughs> so, so I'll meet, I've been meeting a lot of uh, new people and new friends and, and the guys that I have met, they're like, Oh, you're, you know, can I have your number? And I'll, you know, I want to take you out on a day. And I was like, maybe I'll just tell them now. I'm like, okay, well, let me tell you about this app I created. And, and, Oh, I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I, I can't have, intercourse because I just you know it's just too painful for me and I just don't want to and that's why I'm doing this app and and they're like oh hon, that's okay you know it doesn't matter you know you have other holes you do anal right that's what they and said I was, yeah I had at least four or five guys do the same thing you you do anal you have other holes and they laugh and it's fun I'm like that's unreal it is and and you know I also heard one of the first responses was uh you have the perfect reason why a guy doesn't want, wouldn't want to be with you. And I'm like, what does that mean? But I'm like, so I'm like, you know what? You're a reminder of why I created this app because if I'm there's, if there's a sensitive person, man or woman that meets somebody and they have to say like, Oh, I have ED or I have it. And they're like, Oh, you know, you have other holes or, you know, you, you shouldn't be right. with anybody. Right. I, I heard, you know, you you should never get married again because you'll never make a guy happy. And I'm like, oh that my God, because I can't have sex. I know it is. And you know, I don't sit there and just start crying because I was like, I just sit there. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like this is, I have to do this because there's going to be people that are probably, it's happening to them right now. They're going on regular dating apps or meeting people and they're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to tell a person? And they're getting nervous. And then they, uh, you know, that's, that's so much pressure to, to deal with. It's bad enough to have anxiety about dating. And then you have to have anxiety about is this right. person going to say this rude comment? I mean, what if they went through a sexual trauma? And then you, and they're asking that, you know, do you do anal? What? What? That is you know, unbelievable. Yeah, it, 
it, it's very it's very insensitive and right. and I know like I said you know, I'm sure the girls are not any better they probably say rude things to guys you know and I didn't know met somebody that uh they said that one of their friends he remembers a story he said that um he was with this girl his friend was with a girl in a different room or something and then the girl came out she was what's wrong with your friend he, um he's he's uh he has ed or whatever she said and then because she took offense because she thought it was because of her and uh and that was like the last time he ever knew he was with the girl because the guy just decided not to date anymore you know never never to be with the woman because it was like imagine like that girl yelling at him like what the hell's wrong with you right you know so that's why i'm like under this app because i'm like this is it's so needed because there are people that are insensitive and and right you know they don't and and my friends will say like why don't you wait to tell the person, the guy that you're meeting, you're, you're telling them right away that your vagina is broken. Why don't you just wait on the third day, make sure you like the guy. And if he want, if he likes you enough, then he'll stay. And I was like, no, because then they're going to feel, they're going to feel bad. Then they're probably going to be like, it's okay. You know? And then I don't know if they really are okay with it if they're, or they feel bad to hurt my feelings. So I'm like, I'll just tell them right away. So I just, I'm going to get a shirt that says my vagina is broken. Ask me what that means or something. I don't even know, but <laughs> I mean, hey, you get to promote the 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 dating app somehow, and and honestly, that would be. And I'm not saying you have to do those exact words. I think whatever right. you feel comfortable with, but I think a conversation starter T-shirt would be so helpful. Like, I really truly believe. Like, I I'm kind of in the process of making merch myself for my podcast, and I kind of want to write like some crazy words so people like go up to you and are like, "Ooh, like, le- tell me more about yeah. that." <laughs> Because it is a conversation starter. Um, I, I, what about the, that's how I thought about the kids though. Like what if a, like if someone's like, you know, oh, their sixth true. grader or their, their six-year-old, you know, just learn how to read. And then it's like, they see my shirt. It's like, uh, <laughs> sorry. You know, so that I thought about that too. Like, I don't know if that's good. Maybe if I go to bars, I'll wear something like that or something. Right, <laughs> right, right. In the right setting. Um, yeah. But I think, I think when you were talking about like, oh, you couldn't make a man happy because you don't have sex and just all of the things that, um, you know, people have said to you, I feel like a big part of this is, you know, sex can be important in certain people's relationships, but also that's not everything. Like the, the emotional intimacy, that's huge. Just making Mm -hmm. sure you have that chemistry and that passion and love and, and connection. There's just, there's so much more to a relationship than just sex. Like right. that's the other thing is, is, and like you were saying, like you can still like be intimate in different ways. Like there's different, there's different parts of, of being intimate and like loving someone and, and kind of catering to them. And I feel like it's, it's not really all about just sex. Right. That's right. That's how it should be like that. Where it's not all about sex, but it's just uh, some, I mean, the, I did also hear a guy said that, you know, I really like you, but I'm sorry, I need sex. I need to have, you know, you don't say intercourse, but I say sex. I say intercourse all the time because sex could be oral or whatever. And if right, I can't right. have sex, if I can't, you know, internal penetration, then they're like, I can't be with you. Like, all right, I'd rather you be honest. So don't, don't lie to me and just go cheat on right. me with somebody else, you know? Right. So, so yeah, I'm still single. Hey. <laughs> I'll use, I'm not using my app yet. But uh, down the road, I will just yeah. right now. I'm just focusing on everybody else and making sure that they're, you know, happy and meeting people. Right, definitely. Do you know, like, around the world, or I'm sorry, around the United States, like, you probably have a bunch of analytics that you probably look at. As far as like where where are they coming from? Yeah, like 
is it majority like all over the place or do you have a lot of people in you know the west or the east or or what it seems is like it's kind of mixed up because there's probably like like if I, I i live i'm in chicago so like in, in the local paper they put an article about me and then oh. i had like five people in chicago that signed up you know so it's like cool. a, and it seems like wherever i don't know if, i'm not really sure how it reaches who but like there's like a couple in florida and there's a couple in texas and it's like yes. so it, it's it's kind of spread out right now so it I don't want to lie and say I have thousands of users. I only have about 90 ish, but, um, awesome. but you know, it's a start. And the problem is that people don't want to talk about it, you know? So, and you know, if I tell some guy, Hey, I have this app, do you have any friends that have ED? They're going to be like, I don't know. I'm sure they don't, but they might have, you know, but they don't want to share that. They don't want to talk about it, you know? So that's the tricky part. Right. And it's almost like, I I'm just kind of thinking of other situations. It also could be an STD perhaps. Right. Like that could be, that could be a big one too. Just, you know, someone doesn't want to share that or they feel uncomfortable. And I think that there are, um, you know, sexual limitations on certain, you know, STDs. And maybe if you have like one, you can't have sex at a certain point. And so that could also be, you know, a big indicator and, um, I think um, just just getting the word out there, word of mouth, you know, all of these and you doing podcasts, I feel like is going to be so exciting because now all my listeners will know about it and um, I'll definitely spread the word out there. And and I'm just I, I don't know. I just think this this is this is so exciting for you. And I'm so proud to like I oh, love when you. yeah, I love when women just like, you know, push forward no matter what their goal is like manifesting and just like really like pushing like you know what I have this vision and I want it to come true and I'm gonna work my butt off and and you know keep going and something might not happen the way I think but I'm just gonna keep going and and I just I love that you you know followed your passion and and helping people and it sounds like you just that's that's kind of what you you're passionate about and so I just I am very thank you very much I thought about also the people that are in relationships Uh, for example I I I met a lady that she's like my my neighbor has has breast cancer had breast cancer so she had a double mastectomy and she talks about how it's always painful to have uh, sex with her husband Mm -hmm. and and he's very he's emotionally abusive he's verbally verbally abusive and and she and I said, well, why is she with him still? And she said, well, because she said that who's going to want to be with me? Cause I have, I don't have any breasts. I can't have sex. It hurts too much. No one's oh. going to want to be with me. So I'm just going to stay with him because no one's going to want to be with me. And I'm like, I need to reach people that are in relationships too, because mm-hmm. I don't want them to think that, you know, they have to get stuck in this relationship with emotional or physical abuse when, because they don't want to be alone. I mean, right it's, it's like, get out of that relationship. You'll, you'll find someone that will love you just the way you are. And, and it's just, there's just so, there's so many different areas that, that I want to reach and definitely. And and overwhelming. Right. And that is, that's so, I didn't even think of that because I've heard of so many couples, no matter how long or short that they're together, it's like, they don't want to leave because they're, you know, they don't want to be alone or they're scared to date, but it's like, in my opinion, in my opinion, I feel like I would rather be happy single than in a relationship and be unhappy and or miserable or like not enjoy being with my significant other. Like I truly would rather be single and just 
content on my own. Right. You know, it's true. Because mm-hmm. it's like you're putting all that energy and effort into not being happy, right? And and you could move on and maybe it might be difficult. You might be in a hard situation, but in the end, I feel like the most important thing is your happiness. Your mental health is so important. Like you need to, you know, get out of that relationship no matter what the situation is and and you know, get with someone that's going to make you happy and love you for the person you are, you know. That's right. So I just that's that's an interesting story too and and I'm totally with you. We're going to we're going to spread your spread Thank your you. wings on this app and just get get some traction on it. Dating apps are great. Use Anna's <laughs> dating app. It is called Entwine. E N T W I N E. Yes. Love it. Thank you. All right. Are you ready for a game, Anna? Of course. Okay, let's do this. So it's called this or that. So it's just between one thing or another. Pick whichever one you prefer. Okay, so the first one is coffee or smoothie? That. Okay, let's see. Next one is tacos or burger? This. Nice. Um, (laughs) Pizza or pasta? That. That. Love it. (laughs) <laughs> would you prefer a personal chef or personal housekeeper oh personal ho- oh that. that that love yes. it um would you rather ha- uh create a new holiday or create a new language this this love it um do you prefer to online shop or in-person shop this this i hate shopping um would you rather direct a movie or direct a music video that that would you rather wear nothing but ball gowns every day or wear nothing but swimwear every day this (laughs) i know that one's an interesting one yeah it's like which one's worse i don't know (laughs) Right, be be like in these big ball gowns every day. Like it could be fun, but then it could be annoying if you don't. If you want to just be comfy, Uh, right? But then swimwear, you know, could be. Right away, I thought bikini, long. You know, it's like all the stuff went through my head. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so the next one is: Would you rather be able to read minds or be invisible? Uh, That. That. And then the last one is, would you rather be able to travel anywhere one year for free or just be given 50K to spend on anything? That. That. Love it. Awesome. Well, that was so much fun. Um, Let my listeners know where they can connect with you and find your app and maybe share your website as well. Sure. So my website is entwinedating.com. That's one word, E-N-T-W-I-N-E, dating.com. And they can also reach me on social media on Instagram. It's entwine underscore dating. And then Facebook and Twitter is at entwine dating. And if you'd like to email me, you can do that as well. It's at hello, H-E-L-L-O at entwinedating.com. You can send me any messages you like. So, and in order to download the app, it's a little tricky, but uh, right now it's only available on Android. So you can find it in the Google play store or you can go to my website and then hit get entwine download entwine now. So if you have an uh, Android, it'll open up your phone. It'll open up the app store. But mm-hmm. if you have an iPhone, it'll open up the web. 
So you can download it to your desktop, like a little icon for now, yep. because and with uh, Apple, they're not accepting any new dating apps because there's so many out there. They said there's too many scams out there. So uh, what I'm doing is I'm joining as many podcasts as I can, getting in some publications and then kind of bring the, bring all this information together and show them, look, this is a legit at, app. It's for people with sexual dysfunction. And then, and then I'm pretty sure they're going to say, yes, you know, let's put you in the, the app store. So, so it's very soon. I already submitted everything. So I'm hoping pretty soon that it's going to be available that way in the, in the app store as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This was such a pleasure. I really appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing your stories. It was very, very inspiring. And thank you so much for being on today. Thank you for having me. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Anna. It was honestly so powerful. So good to get her message out there. And just, you know, if you do have a sexual limitation or know someone that may, definitely, you know, reach out to them and tell them about this this app because it can be so powerful and really help eliminate that sexual expectation. Please connect with me on all your social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, My Naked Mindset, and please also if you have any ideas or topics or questions or advice that you'd like me to answer on the podcast, let's connect. Email me mindset at gmail.com and thank you so much for listening. I love you all. Bye!